hello and welcome, you beautiful, divine, amazing being. Welcome to the Identity-Based Nutrition Group Program. I am so glad that you joined and this is your intro audio to help lay the foundation for the program, plus chat about the details of the program and your final steps before we dive in. So, The purpose of the Identity-Based Nutrition Program is to help you go beyond dieting and fix-it mode to unlock your best you, your radiant self. It's also designed to help you understand each layer of your being, your emotions and your thoughts and your sensations and how to work with yourself rather than fighting yourself and and, um, that trap that so many of us get get stuck in where we're fighting ourselves rather than working with ourselves to more deeply understand ourselves. And this is all so that you can be empowered to take your health back. So in in this culture, you know, we've given our, our power away over to other people. We want to look to them to say, what's wrong with me? Fix me. And um, we have the power within, and when we deeply understand what's going on inside our body, how to interpret the clues that it's giving us, um, then we have this this, um, incredible tool inside of ourselves, our intuition, our inner sense, and and mindsets and keys that will serve us for the rest of our life because then we won't be swayed by the fad dieting or the magic pills on the internet. And you'll have this sense of, um, this intuitive sense that you've tapped into for what your body needs and how much and when and how often and not only what your body needs, what your mind needs and what your heart needs and whatever's missing in your life will become so much clearer to you. So this is a deeper work than just going on a, you know, a 21 day regimen or whatever. And so those of you who are diving in, um, I'm just really applauding your courage to go deeper than just working with your food and exercise. So this whole program, the main tools that we're going to be using and really honing into are the tools of intuitive eating, intuitive exercise, and EFT tapping. So there's so many great tools out there, but these are the ones that I use for the program. So we have 10 participants so far. Um... This is Friday the 13th that I'm recording this audio, so we might have more by the time we finish, but uh, several of you who joined in are some of the ones who um, attended the One Day Health Retreat a week ago, and I mentioned this uh, possibility, and so many of you said yes, and I'm so happy about that, and y'all just are feeling so enthusiastic and ready. I can just feel it in your emails and in your calls and your questions, and it's just making me uber happy. So this has been a dream of mine to do this particular three-month program for a while, and uh, I've been back and forth at the drawing board for a couple years now. So welcome to the pilot program, and uh, I wanted to dive in as soon as possible. So our first live call And I'm going to explain a little bit more how we're going to do this, but the first live call is Monday, April 23rd, 7 to 8 p.m., and I'll explain more details about how we're working the live calls versus the one-on-one a little bit later, but I just wanted to put that out there. And um, But first, let me just go over the foundation of this program. So some of you will be really, um, you're used to this languaging, you're used to... um, the, the basic foundation, but I just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. So I'm going to go over this, you know, fairly 
in depth, um, but as quickly as I possibly can. So again, this is a program that doesn't just work with food and exercise like we think about working with those things when we, we think about working with our bodies. It's like, oh, if I'm going to work with my body, then I'm going to work with my diet and I'm going to work with maybe supplements and an exercise regimen and all of that is great. Um, but if we want to go deeper, we have to go deeper. So we have to go deeper into the the, um, the thoughts and the emotions and our deeper beliefs about ourselves in order to see long-term change. So the first thing I want to share is the anatomy of transformation. This is the the way of understanding change, the way of understanding the way that um, your body is... is um, set up. So you are, you have many, many layers inside of you. And I like to compare your whole system, this whole system we call our bodies to a geode. And a geode is a rock formation that on the outside, it looks like a normal rock. But then when you cut it open, it has all of those beautiful layers. And usually that deepest layer has just all those beautiful crystals and it's, it catches the light in such a gorgeous way. And, and that is the first picture that came to my mind that I felt like God gave me whenever I was asking, it's helped me understand the human body and how it works um, and our human, our, our system here. And that was the analogy and the picture that I felt like I got. And uh, I love it because um, there are all these layers to our being. We're not just a body. We're not just a mind. We're obviously not just a spirit because we have this physical being. So when we know how to work with all of these different layers, which I'm going to go through here in a second, we've gained so much more than just a great body. We've gained a sense of intuition. We've gained a sense of how to work with ourselves. And the results are so much longer lasting. So, you know, a, a good example of this is you've probably seen some shows on TV around health or weight loss. And what commonly happens is that if people just work with the body layer, the outer layer, just with food and exercise, it's only a matter of time before the pounds start piling back on or um, before the, the health spirals downward again. So that's always been one of my um, one of my big points of focus is how do we how do we have mindsets around health that set us up for health in the long term, not just the short term like fad dieting. Okay, so let's go over each of these layers in a little bit more detail. So the outer layer is the body. We work with the body through food, supplements, exercise. And for what we're going to do in this program is for the body layer, the objective um, in, in our three months is to go from whatever way that you're eating right now that you're not fully uh, okay with, whether that's standard American diet or just not congruent eating. So um, I'm going to tell you more about what I call confusing versus congruent foods, but essentially going from the standard American diet or you know unhealthy eating, and we're going to transition you from there to what I call congruent eating. And then from there to intuitive eating. And I'm going to take you through this process in, in these three months, and we're going to gently cleanse the toxic food out of your body. And we're going to be cleansing it in such a way that I don't think you're going to feel deprived or um, it's not going to feel like a diet because it's going to have this kind of gradualness to it where the body's not going to be shocked. 
So we're going to be working with the food and we're going to do some specific food tapping on those particular problem foods. So we can gently transition you out of the confusing foods into the congruent foods. I'm going to give you recipes and ideas to help you learn how to trade so that you replace the old foods rather than just deprive yourself. And um, we're going to also be tuning in a little bit to exercise. As I mentioned before, I'm going to give you the five keys to intuitive exercise so that um, you can you can understand how to exercise in a way that really fits you. Because that's a huge part of this program is not just um, finding something that's good, it's it's finding what's good for you. And so there's some very important keys to that, and I'm going to give you those. It's about halfway through our program, we're going to talk about exercise. So up until then, just keep doing whatever it is that you're doing that feels like it's working. Um, now, I do want you to know, if you're looking to lose weight on this program, you can do, you can make the progress you need to make without exercise. Um, it is so much better if you're able to exercise, even gentle exercising such as walking or a little bit of rebounding or dancing or something fun that you love. Um, but just so that you know, 95% of weight loss has to do with the food and nutrition piece of it. Because what a lot of people think is if they ju- they can just kind of exercise away bad food choices, and you can't do that because you're sim- simply recirculating those toxic foods in your body, and it's just kind of going around and around and around in your body. And so what we want to do is actually um, make sure that you're getting the nutritious food, we're clearing out the toxic food, and we're circulating the good food through your system, which is why we wait until about halfway through the program to talk about exercise because we want to make sure that you've got enough nutrients to really circulate through your system. And I really want to make sure there's an emphasis on food and nutrition over exercise because there's um, there's there's a little bit of a switch in our... In our uh, there's a... Um, a lot of misinformation, I think, in our culture that you can just kind of exercise away bad food choices and it's simply not true. So that's just a little um, side note there. So that is our body layer. So we're basically clearing away toxins in the body layer. And that's um, that's one of the things that we're going to do in this program. So the second layer, just moving inward. So you can think about uh, moving in one layer to the inside of the circle of this geode is the layer of the conscious mind. Now, your conscious mind is your thinking mind, it's your logical mind, it's your rationalizing, analyzing mind, it's the voice inside your head, it's the thoughts that you think that you can actually put words to. This is your conscious mind. And the conscious mind is awesome, it's our decision making part of our brain. Um, so with the conscious mind, it's, it's a very intelligent part of our being, but it's not a very powerful part of our being because the conscious mind is only about 5% of the entire mind. So you can think of the conscious mind as being like, um, an iceberg. You've probably seen those pictures of the iceberg in the middle of the ocean and the part that you can see above the surface of the water is the conscious mind. And then the part below the surface of the water is the subconscious mind. And we're going to talk about the subconscious mind, that other 95%. We're going to talk about that in a moment. So back to the conscious mind, the part that you can see right above the surface. Um, Conscious mind is very, very intelligent, but it doesn't have a lot of power. But the the ways that we work with the conscious mind is through, um, is, is really helping sort of 
educate it. And so that's why the ways that you can help your conscious mind is by listening and absorbing this content. So make sure that you have a journal that you love for this program and take notes wherever you can, because the more that you Um, can absorb this content. And the more you understand, the more that you can assign meaning to what I'm asking you to do. So if I'm asking you to do some sort of EFT tapping meditation, the more you understand about what's going on inside your system, whenever uh, you're doing it, the more power it's going to give to your, to the action. And so the conscious mind layer loves information. And so listening and absorbing is the number one thing that you can do Again, um, get a journal, you know, write things down and, and remind yourself because that information is going to help you um, really rewire your brain in the direction you want to go. The other thing that helps the conscious mind that we're going to be working on is affirmations. And affirmations are just um, statements that are the opposite of the the usual kind of inner mean girl uh, negative self-talk that we have going on in our minds all the time. And this, um, this, this negative self-talk is usually programmed in from, you know, things in our past and experiences and people in our lives. And we just kind of got used to being hard on ourselves or being unkind in, in, in a, mentally to ourselves. And so I like to use a lot of affirmations. Now, affirmations aren't powerful enough by themselves, but, but when paired with something like EFT tapping, where we're actually working with emotions and energy, it can be very powerful. So um, the affirmations really gives your your conscious mind something to trade for that barrage of negative thinking that's been programmed in. And it gives you kind of something to hold on to. So, this, uh, you know, some, some um, examples of affirmations of your truest identity is, you know, just statements like, I'm enough and I have what it takes change is easy for me. Health is my natural state. Things like I am an exercise person, especially if you're like, I'm not really an exercise person. If you start saying the affirmation, I'm an exercise person, um, you you probably will start to notice some changes uh, about how you feel about exercise. Um, So another one would be, I'm worthy of feeling good in my body. So these are affirmations of your truest identity, and we're going to be using those and working with those as much as we can to keep rewiring our our conscious mind over to the truth of who we are. And um, Dr. David Hawkins, he's a a, a very you know, world renowned uh, psychologist, psychotherapist, medical doctor, and an energy healer. He, he's had this famous quote that said, health is the willingness to let go of buying into negativity. And I love that because we tend to think that negativity is kind of uh, a way out of, um, and, and, and or a, a, it's like, like negativity is going to help us, but real true health is the willingness to let go of buying into that negativity. All right, so let's move on to the subconscious mind layer. Subconscious mind layer is the iceberg underneath the surface. It is the other 95% of the brain, the mind, and it is, don't think of it as up in your head. Think of the subconscious mind as like 
throughout your entire body because what's going on in the subconscious mind literally becomes your body. It sort of shows up on the body. And that's how sometimes we can we can get clues about what the subconscious mind's traumas or or um pains or wounds are by like noticing what's going on in my body. And so the subconscious mind is large and in charge of emotions that get stored in our bodies, feelings, sensations, um, toxic energy. And the, these things that the emotions get stuck in our bodies through experiences that we have that become memories that basically just get locked in. And our subconscious mind gets programmed kind of like a computer. And so we start living from these toxic emotions and um, these old experiences and memories. And we feel like that's who we really are because they feel very, very true. A good, a good way of understanding the subconscious mind is if you've ever seen the Disney Pixar movie Inside Out came out, I think in 2013, it was uh, just an incredible uh, picture um, of the way the subconscious mind works. So if you have not seen that movie, I would recommend watching it. It's called Inside Out. Disney Pixar helps you really understand the inner workings of the subconscious mind and also the inner workings of the limbic system. And I'm going to explain this real quickly for those of you who may not understand what the limbic system is. Limbic system is the emotional center of your brain. And the Pixar movie Inside Out has a really great picture of this. They they show basically these little emotions that live inside this little girl's head. And it's like her forehead is like a movie screen that these little emotions look out from the from uh, the from inside her brain, out through the movie screen of her forehead, and they have this control panel. And anytime they perceive a threat coming or, you know, these little emotions tend to to take over the whole control panel. So like when she's experiencing fear, the little emotion of fear takes over the control panel and and starts to... to, direct her in a certain way. And that's exactly what's going on inside of our minds. Uh, maybe not exactly, but very close to it. The limbic system is always trying to keep you alive. And so if it senses any sort of threat to your survival, whether that's logical or it doesn't have to be rational, um, the limbic system will turn on what we call the fight or flight response. It's the fear response. It's the, uh, the sensing of a threat. And so if we learn how to work with the limbic system to get it on board with the truth, um, because it could be in the past you really needed that fear or anxiety, but you don't need it now, and now it's negatively affecting your body. If we can work with that limbic system, then um, we are going to be we're going to be really clearing out a lot of those toxic emotions that get stored inside your body, and um, you're going to start feeling more alive and more free and more peaceful and more healthy than ever before. Because that toxic emotional load has been cleared out. And so um, I use EFT tapping, as I mentioned before, because it directly works with the limbic system. It's one of the most powerful ways to work with your limbic system directly. And um, the way that we use the EFT tapping uh, 
I have is is that I have several different techniques. So I'll use visualization, I'll use meditation, and the combination of the EFT tapping, meditation, visualization. For this program, I call them moditations, and I'm going to explain why. Um, moditation is the term that we're going to use for these these little EFT tapping, meditation, visualization things, and I. The reason I use this is, um, I'll tell you a little story. My nephew Gavin was—he's um, my twin sister's son, and he's the sweetest little kid. He's very—he's a very intuitive child. Um, but he was about six years old, and um, my sister Jen was confined him. She was looking all over for him. She finally finds him, and he was—he was outside, um, and he's sitting down in the grass, cross-legged. His hands are on his knees. His back is straight. His eyes are closed. And he's taking these really deep breaths, and and Jen's like, "Hey, hey, Gavin, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Mommy, mommy, don't bug me. I'm meditating." And I wouldn't. My sister Jen told me the story. I just died laughing because I thought it was the most adorable thing in the world. Um, no one taught him how to do that. I didn't teach him how to do that. He just figured out how to meditate on his own. He didn't know that the real way of saying that was meditate. But then it got me to thinking, and I thought, you know, that's actually pretty accurate because the purpose of meditation, tapping, visualization, prayer, any of those things is to go from one state of being to another, to go from one mode, so to speak, to another mode. So you go from stress mode to peace mode, from anxiety, you know, to possibility, from frustration to relaxation and so on. And we go from fix it mode to healing mode. And so the whole purpose of these things is to is to really go from one state of being to another. And if you if you did some sort of EFT tapping session or a, you know a an audio with me and you got up from that audio feeling exactly the same as before with as much stress, anxiety, anger, frustration, you know, you'd probably agree with me that nothing happened, that that was not, that didn't do anything, right? Um, so the point here is with any of these, these um, tapping meditation visualization tools that we use, we want to get you from one mode to another. So that's why we call it moditation. So thank you, Gavin, for contributing to one of the names of the tools in this program. So um, on a big picture level, from in this program, in this whole three-month program, essentially what I'm wanting to help you do is to go from what I call survival mode to creation mode. And you're going to hear me talk about this a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm going to give you a visual picture. So hopefully you guys are visual and you can kind of follow me in this, in this um, imagine, imaginary picture here. But um, survival mode to creation mode, think of it like you have um, two big mountains and there's a chasm in between. And between the two mountains, there's a suspension bridge. And the mountain where you are right now is called survival mode. And it's characterized by feeling stressed and feeling unhealthy and feeling stuck in your past and unable to move forward and maybe just focused on getting through the next day or through the next week or just get, getting through things. And But it's not really where you want to be. You're really wanting to cross that bridge into creation mode where 
you feel so much more peaceful inside your own skin. You, you feel healthy. You feel like health is your natural state. You feel free and light and clear of your past burdens and connected to your, your intuition and your spiritual self. And you're connected to your heart and you have, you live in, um, every day with these practices that really help you live the life that you're wanting to live. And that's creation mode. And so we're really wanting to get from the survival mode to creation mode. And so we are wanting to cross that bridge. So we start to cross the bridge and we step foot on it and maybe we look down and it looks kind of scary or the bridge wobbles a little bit and it's like, oh, I don't really know if I want to do this. Maybe we take a step back and, and then we're like, nope, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to creation mode. And then we take a couple steps forward and then it wobbles a little bit and we take a step back. And, and this is the process of uh, crossing the bridge is the process that you're going to feel as we go through these three months. So you may feel a little bit of like, ah, I don't really know if I want to get to creation mode because the process feels a little bit scary or it feels a little unknown or a little unfamiliar. And um, But you know you want to get there and you know that the, the bridge is sturdy and that you have what it takes, but it's a journey. And so the tools that I want to give you on this journey are going to help you cross that bridge. And so whenever I talk about survival mode to creation mode, that's what we're wanting to do. We want to get you across the bridge and um, we're going to take it just as as gently as we can. I'm not going to, I don't want you to make you go faster across that suspension bridge than you really need to or would really be healthy. And so we take it slowly with gentle transitions. So I'm going to give you one thing at a time or a couple of things at a time. And we're going to slowly build up to where you feel more and more comfortable crossing that bridge with ease. And um, so I do want to give you kind of a, a picture of that. Hopefully that helps you. So whenever I say we're crossing the bridge from survival mode to creation mode, you will know what that is. So on the on the other side with the creation mode is, is um, a connection with that final part of your being. Let's go back to the anatomy of transformation. Um, the final layer that's the deepest in you, the truest part of you, is what I call your core, your identity, the truest you that's outside of your mind, your body. And this part of you is so connected to who you really are at a deep level. And what I've discovered, and I know this may sound woo-woo and spiritual and out there and stuff, but what I found is the more connected that we are to our truest being, our peace, our intuition, our joy, our heart-centered love for our bodies, for each other, for our lives, the more that the, the physical body actually heals. Because rather than um, a bunch of hormones of cortisol and adrenaline that come from that survival stress mode, rather than those pouring into your system constantly, what is pouring into your system into your physical body, into your hormones and all that is, is the, the really, um, healing neurochemicals such as serotonin, serotonin and endorphins and oxytocin and all of these really healing chemicals. And what happens is your, your, the, the energy in your body actually changes. And when you change the energy in your body, you change your life. And this is how people can heal themselves. Um, and I believe it's it's with God in them, but I 
totally want to honor whatever your perspective is around um, your connection with God or or your spiritual beliefs. But but there, there's so much power that we have within our body that I believe is just God given. And and whenever we work with um, that energy then so many things can change so quickly. People can heal themselves of of big diseases and heal themselves of addictions. And I've seen it happen. I felt it happen inside of myself. And this is why I do the work that I do. So that's at your core. And that's why this program is called Identity-Based Nutrition, because the more we're tuned into that truest identity, then the, the more that that the body just changes because the truest identity is like a light on the inside of you. And the more you kind of clean the, the, the dirty window of the toxic foods and thoughts and emotions, the more that light can shine out. And that's how we want to help you see yourself. Okay. So take a deep breath in everyone. It's a lot here, and you can listen to this intro audio a few times if you feel like you need a little bit more of a sense of some of these analogies and pictures. And um, let's move on to the the practical final steps for the program. So again, the reason that I did 90 days or, or um, a three-month program is because this is scientifically proven to be long enough uh, to actually see changes physically happen in your body, but short enough to be able to, to feel like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, okay? So for some of you, it may feel really short. For some of you, it may feel really long, but Todd Herman, the guy who trains Olympic athletes, he says 90 days is exactly his training regimen because he feels like it's the perfect amount of time. So that's why I chose that. But I do want to say, even though three months feels like a while, Every single day of this program is so important. And I want you to not so much think about, oh, I've got all this time, but think about this day, every single day is really important for my progress. I'm going to invest all of my energy into doing this work. Now, I also want to be realistic with you because I know some of you are teachers or some of you have a really busy month of May. Um, we're going to make this as realistic as we can, adjust it to fit your needs, and I'm totally going to support you and give you all the tools you need so that um, you can you can kind of form this to fit you. So let's talk quickly about the mindsets around change, and then I'll dive into even just more details. Um, the it's really important to have certain mindsets when you go into a program that you keep kind of at the forefront of your mind, and one of those mindsets is being what I call process-oriented rather than goal-oriented. So process-oriented is is focusing in on the present moment, what it is that you're working on right now, That what's the process you're trying to learn or integrate into your life. Um, goal-oriented is seeing the end result, like um, I'm about to you know, cross the bridge and I want to just be over on the other side of the mountain and that's where I want to be. And there's nothing wrong with goal, being goal-oriented, but it takes you out of the present moment and it takes you out of the process that's trying to happen right now. So like if you've ever done, you know, you climbed a mountain, you're not really thinking, I mean, somewhere in your mind you're thinking, okay, I'm going to get to the top, but you're thinking, okay, the next steps here and now, what do I need to do in order to be with myself here and now? So we're going to we're going to talk more about being process oriented rather than goal oriented, but but focusing on 
today, this moment? What can I do right now? What am I focusing on right now? What are the tools that I need to be doing right now is going to help you stay really on track and not just think, oh, I've got three months ahead of me. You know, it's, it, it will sort of magically happen. Okay. The other thing to understand is that um, if you feel any anxiety around or fear around change, I mentioned this earlier, but remember your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a, a real or perceived threat. So it doesn't really know that change is a good thing. So if you feel some anxiety around it, um, make sure that you, we tap on it together in your one-on-one session, or, um, we're also going to be doing some tapping on it in the first live call. But if you want to go deeper, make sure you bring it up during your one-on-one session and we'll tap through it. The other mindset to have is any time that you feel like you mess up, you slip up, you fall off the wagon, quote unquote, um, forgive yourself quickly. And remember, every single moment is new. So rather than adopting that old mindset of like, whether I, well, I already ate you know, one cookie, I might as well eat the whole box, just forgive yourself quickly, move back into the present moment where everything is new and good. So it's almost like tuning your radio station to the the station you want to listen to rather than the station of negativity and and old thoughts. So forgive yourself quickly. Every moment is new. On a practical level, the few things you need to do to be ready for this program to start April 23rd, make sure that you filled out the intake agreement form. The link is in the welcome email I sent you. I will invoice you for whatever amount. Um, if you just let me know if you want to pay the full amount, if you want to do it in two halves, it's three seventy five um, for you know in, in two installments. Um, or if you've already paid for some sessions with me, we'll credit those toward your account. And we'll just talk about that. Um, and also, it's really important to track your progress. So I want you to decide. Um, how you want to track your progress. So some people, you know, will get on the scale. Some people will take their measurements. Some people will do a before after picture, you know, in, t- in, in tight fitted clothing, um, do something that feels right for you. I personally recommend either doing a, a before picture, go and taking a before picture, um, or taking measurements. I really don't recommend the scale because, um, you know, muscle weighs a whole lot more than fat. And so sometimes like if you're trying to lose weight, um, you may not see much difference in the scale, but you're definitely slimmed down. And so, um, I, that's why I recommend measurements and, um, or before action, uh, after picture. So we want to find some way of, of getting a sense of your progress. The other thing I would encourage you to do is write down kind of generally how you're feeling right now. Like maybe just write a quick journal entry of like, you know, my typical day is I feel this way. I wake up feeling stress. I don't know what to wear when I open the closet door. I pretty much feel like tired when I get home. I feel, you know, notice what you're feeling. And then we'll look at these. Um, we'll look at this again at the end of the program so you can really track your progress. And get a journal you love um, that's specifically for this identity-based nutrition program. And then contact me to schedule your sessions. So the week um, coming up, April 16th through 20, I'd like to get in as many of the one-on-one sessions in. But again, that first live call, April 23rd, it's a Monday evening, 7 to 8 o'clock. And um, we're going to be doing our live calls every other week in our private sessions alternating those weeks. So 
um, next week's private sessions. Following week is live call. The week after that, one-on-one sessions, and we'll just go back and forth all the way through the program. The calls will be on Monday evenings unless um, there's a schedule switch, but I'm going to be emailing you a lot so you'll know about that. So keep checking your email so that uh, you can receive all the updates from me. And I will be sending out a lot of audio, video, PDFs, especially in these first two weeks, um, because I really want you to have as much education as possible so that, again, you can assign more meaning to what you're doing. And we focus a lot on the education in the first little bit of it. And um, so keep, keep checking your email. Also, a retreat at the end is in the works. So there definitely is one coming this year, but whatever happens, we'll be sure to do at least a celebration, one day retreat or a small one um, right after we finish this three month program to really celebrate your success and to really anchor the practices that um, and, and answer questions and really help you out. Um, at the end of this three-month program. So that's one of the fun things about doing this program is there's just, we we want you to be able to build up to a retreat. So since this is a pilot program, I'm not sure if we'll have the the full five-day retreat at the end, but we will definitely have something to really celebrate your success and there will be more information coming up on that soon. So... There is your intro audio. Again, I am so pleased to have you. I cannot wait to begin. Mark your calendars for April 23rd, 7 o'clock. Contact me to get all of the other details figured out, such as sessions, invoicing, etc. And I'm sending lots of love to you all. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.